Okay, so today we are covering the kinky question of the week. And what we were asked for this one is, are your kink and your life integrated? Hmm. That's an interesting phrase. Integrated. My kink and my life. Um, that's the question being put to me. Are my kink and my life integrated? Gosh, there's layers to this. Because on the one hand, yes. I mean, I do have um, multiple relationships. I've got multiple uh, relationships that have a DS dynamic. Uh, one of them is a 24-7 TPE. Now it's long distance. But, you know it's integrated insofar as she gives me a wake up call. She um, has access and editing privileges on my calendar. So, you know, my wake up call is based on what time is my first appointment, things like that. Um, you know, if I have to travel somewhere, she does admin, she actually will arrange my flights, my hotels, if I need a rental car. So on the one hand, yeah, life in many ways is integrated. On the other hand, I've got relationships, especially particularly as far as kink goes. I mean, you, there's only so much integration you can do with kink into the real world. Like, you know, you can't completely, totally make somebody, you know, respond to you in a way, but, you know, in the middle of their work day. But mm -hmm. you can find little ways of what I call um, either insidious or sort of subtle kinking where you're doing you know, little things while they're working, you know, um, my TPE that I mentioned, you know, it, it's an MS relationship. She wears a day collar, which is basically something that is representative of a collar that she can wear every day. Um, she's got a micro brand that has my mark on her. So she's 24 seven marked. So yes and no. I mean, on the one hand, you know, like when we went to uh, a family wedding of hers, there's only so much kink we can do there. Uh, a little bit, though. You're able to do a few things on the radar. What I've learned is that muggles only see what they are looking for. So, you know, when we're hanging out on a back deck having a cigar and her dad comes to sit, you know, sit down and have a cigar with us, he doesn't notice that she's doing cigar service for my cigar while we're hanging out. He just thought we were sitting around chatting and having cigars. So things like that, um, I think you can quote unquote integrate it. But as we know, the vanilla or muggle world, you know, usually can't handle a lot of things. Um, but there are times when they do cross over and, and, and overlap, and I find those fun because I love freaking out muggles. It's sort of a hobby <laughs> for me, anyway. <laughs> how about so, how is your stuff? Your your. Um, I think of my kink in my life as fully integrated, but I think that I use that definition in the same way that you use yours, mm. in the sense that. I don't want to do kink that will harm um, my life or my pet's life, my partner's life, mm -hmm. but daily we have our rituals, we have our protocols, we have, you know, sex and kink woven throughout everything that we do. And it's as much as I would want, like, right. yeah. I don't want to get up in the morning and like, you know, 
spend an hour and a half putting on makeup and latex and you know thigh high leather boots and clomping around the house ordering people around and you know go fold my laundry and anything like that so come on do it once so we can all see please no no that's just way too much work (laughs) i mean Um, the entertainment value i'm sure we could make a for you yeah well yeah it's all about me right i mean we're all selfish beings we can only see the world through our eyes and listen to our ears through our ears so yeah right right so but to me (laughs) i think integration is do we get to live the life the way that we want to to the extent that we want right like within our daily lives and i'd say the only thing that's keeping that from being a 100% yes right now is the fucking pandemic. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because I mean, that present, yeah. prevents us from doing all the things that we'd want to do. But I, it's as integrated as it can be within, you know, restrictions and safety structures and so on and so forth right now, yeah. is what I would say. Yeah, and you try to live it and enjoy it as much as possible. You're right, pandemic notwithstanding, you know, there are times that I, you know, went to kink functions and stuff like that. Now, would I love to be able to go to the grocery store with, you know, my slave girl wearing her collar with, and, you know, hold onto a leash for? Yeah, sure. Uh, the problem with that is there are those for whom that would mess up their delicate sensibilities. And I do have a care for consent and some people don't consent to seeing that, you know I mean? Right. It, some things are a family show. So I think that um, one of the things that I've noticed that the kink community does is try to find ways to live its kink out in the open as much as possible, but yet try to be respectful of the fact that not everybody is kinky. So Mm -hmm. that's where the conferences and conventions came in. And like you said, this pandemic has really ruined a lot of that for us and has driven a lot of kink folks indoors. And as a side note, you know, because a lot of the cities and areas that had kink um, facilities that they could engage in these things, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are losing them because they haven't been able to keep them open uh, because of the pandemic. So yeah, I mean, I, I do it as much as I can you know, um, and, you know, you find subtle ways to do it. What, what I call, you know, like I said, that sort of undercover insidious kink where someone's wearing a day collar or someone wears a mark or, you know, mm-hmm. I'll have a sub, you know, I'm obsessed with the letter Z for some reason. So I'll have a sub, write the letter Z somewhere on them and then go to work, things like that. You know, you do a little bit, you know, so that you can maintain that. So that's how you integrate mm-hmm. it into life. Sure. But it's up to us, I think, to keep it under wraps, just like you would, for the most part, you know, certain particular activities aside, keep your sex and sexuality under wraps because it's not for public consumption or rather probably shouldn't be. So I, that's interesting because, so let's let's talk a little bit about that, the public consumption and the consent mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. Right. Because... For me, you mentioned like walking your submissive or your slave on a leash in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not something I would ever want to do because A, there's the consent issue. And mm-hmm. I know I couldn't possibly get consent from everybody that's there. And a lot of people would argue that you don't really need to because it's not illegal and it's not necessarily even prurient, right? It's just right. a leash and a collar and you might see 
goth teenagers doing that. Right. Um, But the other side of it for me is that my kink is deeply intimate. Mm -hmm. And so therefore it's for the people I choose to share it with. My consent is that it's for the people I choose to share it with versus for public consumption. Yeah, right. And and you're right. There is a consent aspect to it up to a point, right? Because you, like you're saying, if it's not prurient, it could be argued that it's just a form of expression. And if somebody whom I don't know has every right under the current laws to, you know, drive down the street with a huge Confederate flag hanging off their truck or walk around dressed like a Nazi, which people do, you know, and whatnot. That's their form of expression. I may not like it. It may be offensive to me, but they have every right to do that. You know, mm-hmm. well, if I'm not doing something, like you said, that's prurient or that is overtly sexual in nature, if I'm not walking her down the street completely naked, um, we're not violating somebody's consent, you know, but, you know, an adult has the right to put on a collar and wear a leash and let somebody else carry it. You know, we're not, it's not like I'm grabbing her by the hair and throwing her down on the ground and, you know, going at her with a flogger, you know, I would do Which that. Even that would be legal. Yeah, would be legal, you know. Um, potentially, depending on assault laws. Yeah, I mean, depending on yeah that. And, you know, there are always people who maybe don't understand what gets negotiated between people during kink scenes that may be like, you can't do that. But that's but that's why we go behind closed doors. That's why we go to dungeons. That's why we have private play scenes and things like that where people there are kinking. And now once you're inside, you know, most of the functions I go to, you're vanilla outside. Once you get inside, you know, all bets are off and it's, it's kink comfortable then. Wear what you want to wear, change whatever outfit put whatever things on you want and then that's how people can engage mainly because the understanding is the people that go into that space have themselves in one way or another either waived any problems or consented to whatever they may see in there and if they're uncomfortable they don't call the law they just basically leave or leave the room and so that's that's a little bit different so yeah there's that consent sort of notion there um I, again, because I always advocate for a more sex positive space uh, and, and world, I would like people to be able to do a few more things. But yeah, it, you know, for the sake of protecting the delicate sensibilities of the muggles, it's kind of like, yeah, no, let's keep some of that under wraps. And you're right, some things are intimate. Even if I would want to, you know, walk, I don't ever go to malls, but walk through a mall or something like that with my slave on a leash, there's certain things between she and I that I will not do in front of other people because. Mm-hmm that to me is intimate to that relationship and is very, very private. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just how that is. So, I mean, interestingly enough, you mentioned, um, you know, vanilla to the door and then all bets are off. Um, there was a study done that showed at least in its limited, um, scope so far that showed that, um, being naked around non-intimates, around strangers, like as in a nudist colony or so on and so forth, um, naturalist, uh, actually increases self-acceptance and body positivity. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was an interesting note yeah. to share uh, yeah. on that particular topic. So it sounds like we're mostly... Yeah, I'd love to read that study. But yeah, it makes sense, though, because it's more exposure, literally. But mm-hmm. the more exposed you get, the less mysterious and untouchable things seem. And when they become tangible and normal, you know, that is how it happens. It, it's, and I think the more you see, 
other people, like they're not utterly and totally perfect, right? Like, you know, humans are humans, you know, and um, yeah, anyway, so. And that has a lot to do with American society, right? Most of the nude body forms we're used to seeing are from some form of media and they're almost perfected Mm -hmm. or fantasized. You take those same Americans and ship them over to someplace in Europe where beaches could be topless or something like that. And once they have this sort of acceptance of, wait a minute, these are just nude bodies and it's not that big a deal to see a woman's breast out in the open getting some sun. It doesn't take long for people to be like, eh, that's not a big deal. You know, it's only the fact that we restrict it because of Americans... America's puritanical sort of history that, you know, it becomes this sort of taboo. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, people see a nipple. And I, I remember back when the Super Bowl, when there was a nip slip, a wardrobe malfunction for Janet Jackson and the world exploded for about a month, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, come on people. Most people have nipples, relax, <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, anyway, I agree. I agree. So I think in, in this one, we are in agreement um, that, you know, we're mostly integrated. I think the person asking the question was actually looking to hear from people about, you know, how are they integrated? You know, how do they, you know, make that balance happen? So yeah. I think we did a good job. Right. Right. Yeah.